Firstall, all the news you need to start your day. Good morning, you're listening to News Talk with me, Shane Beatty. It's Tuesday, November 14th. I hope you're well. Coming up. Uh, it's important that they are, that they see the document that they're fully briefed on it. It's important that we see it too in a timely manner. RTE staff await details of planned 400 job cuts and homes still without power as the clean-up from Storm Debbie continues. Plus, we'll have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. But first up this morning, RTE's strategic vision plan is set to reveal cuts to jobs, operating costs and services. The document outlining the future plan for the state broadcaster will be presented to the government this morning and to RTE staff this afternoon. News Talk's chief reporter Barry White has more. The document has proposed a staff reduction plan which could impact up to 400 people currently working at RTE. This will be carried out as a voluntary redundancy scheme over a two-year period. Further proposals include a plan to increase RTE's production operations in Cork and to downsize the National Broadcaster's campus in Donnybrook. The detailed plan has come following a series of financial and governance scandals at RTE. The National Union of Journalists says announcing the RTE strategy through leaks to the media was a further blow to staff in an organisation where morale is already at an all-time low. The NUJ's Irish Secretary Seamus Dooley says learning about 400 potential job cuts on the news was disrespectful and a breach of trust. It has appeared in the media before staff heard from the Director General. We were scheduled to have a meeting today at 12 o'clock, followed by a lunchtime presentation or town hall meeting. That's now been preempted by leaks to the media. As the Irish Secretary of the NUJ, I'm not criticising any journalist for getting a leak, but we did ask RTE to make the document available at an earlier stage. ESB networks say it could be later today before power is fully restored to those without a supply since yesterday. It's because of the extent of the damage caused by Storm Debbie. Irish Water, ESB networks and several other agencies have been working to repair damage across the country. Galway City appears to have been worst hit. Local councillor Liam Carroll says the storm should urge the government to take action to protect coastlines from future storms. We will need a lot of money um, to uh, build flood, proper flood defences. Um, the humanitarian one is fine uh, as an emergency funding, but we need long-term funding to prevent any devastation, to prevent that occurring again. We will need to build up flood defences uh, along the coastline. The US President Joe Biden has said Gaza's Al-Shifa hospital must be protected. Patients and doctors are currently trapped in the building as the battle between Israeli forces and Hamas fighters rages around it. Meanwhile, the Taoiseach met with the family of Emily Hand, the eight-year-old who's believed to have been abducted by Hamas. Leo Vradker held discussions with her father Thomas and her sister Natalie at government buildings last night. News Talk's Alan Cantwell reports. The Hand family were accompanied by other family members of hostages in Gaza and by the Israeli ambassador. Thomas Hand was told by authorities that his daughter was killed after the Hamas attack on October 7th. However, it has emerged that the authorities now believe that Emily was not killed and was most likely abducted and is being held by Hamas in Gaza. Speaking following the meeting, the Taoiseach said he assured the Hand family that the government will do all in its power to secure the release of Emily and to assist them. Leo Vrakter said he was committed to continue to call for all hostages held by Hamas to be released immediately. He also raised her case in Paris last week with the Egyptian Foreign Minister, the Palestinian Prime Minister and the Chief Advisor to the King of Jordan. 
An investigation is underway after a body was found along the shoreline of one of the Aran Islands off the Galway coast. The discovery was made at Inishir yesterday afternoon and the body taken to University Hospital Galway for a post-mortem examination. Gardaí say an investigation is ongoing, but they haven't released details of the person's identity. 5% of international students studying here have either been directly offered a room in exchange for sex or seen an ad for a room in exchange for sex. A report published by the Irish Council for International Students found more than 1 in 10 had been a victim of an accommodation scam while in Ireland, with only 11% of those scammed reporting it to the Gardaí. Executive Director of the Council, Laura Harmon, says legislation needs to be passed to end the practice. We have also have new statistics around um, the issue of sex for rent. 5% of international students um, have seen an ad or somebody has proposed to them that they could pay their rent with sex, basically. So we're really calling for a clampdown um, on this and there needs to be urgent legislation passed to clamp down on predators. Britain's King Charles is celebrating his 75th birthday today. It'll be a normal working day for the monarch who will officially launch the Carnation Food Project. Gun salutes will be fired across London and around the UK. In Entertainment News, Succession star Brian Cox says the team behind the James Bond films have refused to tell him who the next 007 might be. He plays the controller in a new game show that takes everyday people through a series of Bond-inspired challenges to try to win a million pounds. 007 Road to a Million is streaming on Amazon Prime. Brian Cox says he has an admiration for what he calls the wittier portrayals of the spy. I mean, of course, it's for me, it's Sean Connery and uh, Roger Moore. You know, those are my bonds, my generation. Uh, and of course, you know, it's, it's been carried on brilliantly. And in sport in soccer, the Republic of Ireland commenced preparations for their Euro qualifier away to the Netherlands this morning. Jamie McGrath joined up with the squad despite missing Aberdeen's defeat to Celtic with a hamstring injury. Teenage striker Evan Ferguson has had scans on his hamstring and he's back, but there are and his back, but there are hopes he will be available. But Aaron Connolly will miss the match. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need on newstalk.com. 